Good morning and welcome to the first exemplar study from New Study Church. Uh, I'm really quite excited about today. Uh, it has to start something completely new. Over the summer, um, I felt a lot of things laid on my heart and I want to share some of them with you over the next few sessions. But just before I do, uh, there is a brief bit of business here, the way. You are able to print off these studies. Uh, the reason for this is we're also releasing PowerPoint shows which you can use along with these transcripts. And in order for you to read one and view the other at the same time, you need to print this off. We've also made up some study packs with a range of tools to help your Bible studies which you can download from the website. Now instead of doing a John Fletcher style click please, whenever you see the mouse icon, that indicates it's time for you to move on to the next slide. But of course, for this audio, I'll have to just say it. With all that said and done, let's begin. Over the summer, the team and I sat down and talked a lot about New Study Church. And one of the things we really felt we needed was a mission statement. I have the very dubious honour of being gifted with Pastor John's joke book. He actually gave it to me. Uh, I'm not sure that that's an enormous privilege or a total curse, but I, I looked up a quote and I'll share. Uh, it says, Progress has little to do with speed and much to do with direction. And that short phrase is very apt. I really believe that we're moving in a huge way this season, but we need to know where we're actually going. You can put up the first slide now. Here is the New Study Church mission statement. New Study Church is a church community drawing closer to God by diligently dwelling on his word in order that it may be illuminated, testing everything and reflecting together. And that just about sums up this whole operation. I want to spend today the first in a three-part series examining just where we're coming from, teasing that statement apart. There is a briefer explanation of the mission statement in these study packs, but for today I really want to explore it. The first key phrase there is church community. Click please. Uh, you all know the line, church isn't a building or a specific group of people, church is the body of Christ. Click. Uh, we can recite that parrot fashion, especially when we're sitting in a building with a group of specific people. But this isn't a building. Uh, and in this in many ways is where a test of your understanding comes in. As New Study Church, we exist as a community of believers sharing together. That makes us church. Now, I'm not saying that this is the only thing that church has to offer, and neither am I decrying the need for attendance at a fellowship. New Study Church doesn't offer pastoral support, and you can't give tithes and offerings. Oh, yes, you can. Um, I don't know why I say that. You can. Uh, please do. It helps us a lot. Uh, but if you wanted to sum up what we do, then church is the definition. The first mention of church in the, uh, in the Bible is in Matthew 16, 18, which says, And also I say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. Church comes from the Greek ecclesia, which means called out. It was a common term in the day for those called out assembled in the public affairs of a free state or a body of citizens called together by a herald. The New Testament refers to all who are created by and to Christ in the fellowship of salvation. Are you free? Have you heard the herald of Christ? Are you called by Christ in the fellowship of salvation? Then you are the church and so are we. That makes this church. I'm sorry, I haven't keeping up to date on these clicks, but uh, click a couple of times. Um, the next part says, diligently dwelling on his word. It's based on two verses. Click John 5.39, which says, you diligently, in the New International Version, search the scriptures because you think that in them you have external life. 
and it is these that bear witness to me. That's an important point. Christ spoke these words, and his point was this. People were searching the Torah so tightly so they could recognize the Messiah. And all along they were too busy to click onto the fact that he was standing talking to them. And that's something to constantly bear in mind. Click please. The Bible points to Christ, but we must follow the directions to get to him. Reading it alone is not enough. If you had a map in your hand, you could sit and scrutinize every nook and cranny of every bend and every landmark. But until you start following the direction that's pointing you in, you're still going to be sat exactly where you were when you started. But at the same time, we do need to dwell on the word. Colossians 3.16, click please, tells us, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing, together with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Click please. The Bible is the only inspired word of God. There are plenty of great authors out there, but only the Bible is inspired. According to 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, and that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. What more do we need? What more do we really need other than that? A favourite phrase of John Fletcher's was that the Bible is the maker's manual. When you go to Ikea, he had a thing about Ikea as well apparently, and uh, open up your flat pack, whatever, you consult the manual's maker, sorry, <laughs> the maker's manual, so that you know how to do it. The same should be true of our lives. And click. What I feel personally is the crux of New Study Church is the next part. Testing everything. This is so, so important. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Test everything. Hold on to the good. Probably one of the simplest verses going, to be honest, but it's crucial. There is no place for one person to be standing up spouting a whole load of stuff and everybody goes away and blindly follows it. I don't care how many years you spent in Bible college, how many letters you have after your name, how many books you've published, you're never going to get it right 100% of the time. So let me ask you this. If somebody says something that's not quite scripturally accurate and you go away and follow it anyway, whose fault is that? I would say it's more yours because you haven't done your homework. Now don't take my word for anything. I know I'm going to get something wrong somewhere eventually. Pick up a Bible and check what it actually says. If you don't have one, we have a copy of the Bible available to download in the study pack. You can use a search facility in Adobe to find the verses or Bible Gateway is a really good site. And this leads nicely into my final point of reflecting together. This is not a one-way stream. I don't want to be sitting here barking out scriptures and everybody's lapping it up. That's not the way it works. A major, major focus of New Study Church is you. I want to hear your comments, whether you agree and even more so when you don't. If I've said something you think's a load of mince, email me and tell me why. There's a good chance you might be right. Stick it on the forum. And one of the most refreshing churches I've ever been to is Icon in Edinburgh. The pastor, Tony Foley, made a great emphasis on feedback. He told us that if he ever made a point that we didn't agree with, we were just to stand up right in the service and tell him. And you don't get that very often in church nowadays. It's not supposed to be the Sunday morning lecture. It's a service. You wonder why it's called a service. Because we're there to, obviously what it may seem, serve each other. And that includes serving each other with scriptural and doctrinal truths. If there's something wrong, there has to be an outlet for that. 
not necessarily standing up in the middle of the service and shouting about it, but definitely a spirit of reflection and, yes, accountability. If anybody is going to say, here is my interpretation of the word of God, they have to be accountable to the people that they are delivering it to. And they have to be humble enough to accept they could be, and at some point probably will be, completely and utterly stonking wrong. And it is an interpretation. Every book, service, God TV program you watch is just an interpretation. Because why? The Bible is the only inspired word of God. So please, if you disagree with something, email me or mention it in the forum. I will absolutely intend to present a true and honest reflection of the Bible. But I will get something wrong someday. And there's nothing wrong with having different opinions either. Some things will only ever be interpretation. And so people will have different views. The important thing is not to accept somebody's interpretation as the gospel truth. Pun intended. And that's why we come back to, again, you must test everything. First Thessalonians 5.21 I think some people don't know how to test something. Some folks just want a clue. So if you're going to help, or we're going to help, and uh, you can apply this to any service you go to, any book you read, any conversation you even have. Uh, there's a tool in the study pack that gives you pointers on how to do this, but here's a few tips you can click, please. Number one, read the actual scriptures quoted. And be careful of people who swap versions to suit what they want. There is one very famous American author who is terrible at choosing the version of the Bible that matches their point instead of matching their point with what the Bible actually says. Some versions of the Bible are more accurate than others and there will be, or there is a tool now on different translations and what you can use them for. Secondly, uh, click read, a, a, read the rest of the scriptures around the verses. The Bible has been terribly abused by folk who take a verse out of context and the entire meaning is completely twisted. There was a thing in the paper uh, recently about a theatre who quoted a newspaper as saying their performance had stunning visual effects. But the critic actually wrote, despite stunning visual effects, the acting was appalling, the script was terrible, and this play should be avoided at all costs. That, that was no accurate reflection of the whole meaning of the review. Click again, number three. Use the midweek remix. Uh, we had these before and uh, we're going to have these for most weeks. They're on a Thursday downloadable from the usual download section of the website and uh, they're linked directly to the study. Uh, we write the remixes which means it's a fresh pair of eyes looking at what I've written. Um, you can use the remixes in small groups or for your own personal reflection. What they do is pick out the verses I use and the points I make and ask you to think about them. Not big theological questions but just what do you think this verse means? Do you agree with this statement? How does this impact you? And click again. Number four, the forum. Uh, we still have a forum online. The questions for the Midweek Remix are automatically entered into it. And you can also start brand new discussions regarding completely different topics. Uh, speak to other readers and other people on the website and think about whatever's on your heart. And number five, us click again. We're here to listen to your comments. You can email us. And there's also a facility on our, uh, our website right now that allows you to request a particular topic for us to look at. And we'll try and go through as many of them as we can. And as I say, uh, there will be a proper tool on how to test and reflect on everything. But I hope this gives you an idea. I know that New Study Church is going to take us to places we've never been before. And I invite you to join us 
to study scripture with us, to diligently dwell on it, and together we will see them illuminated and we will get to know God.